0: Uh, hi, I'm Joe Buck, and welcome back to Super Bowl 51. It's the overtime. The Falcons have just committed defensive pass interference, putting the Patriots at the one-yard line. And the great Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. He's he's just so handsome and everything. And Tom Brady. They line up at the two-yard line. They're they're setting up here. Uh, Tom Brady points out everything. He points out with his beautiful fingers. He he points towards the middle linebacker. Calls a, the ball is hiked. He, he he steps back several steps. He throws it. Quick little pass out wide right to James White, and James White is fighting for the goal line, and it appears that he is in.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Joe Buck, he's... uh, 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 Tom, Tom Brady's just got his fifth Super Bowl ring, and he's gonna go down as the greatest of all time next to Bill Belichick. And I just, I just can't believe it. Uh, it, it, it. How appropriate that the winning touchdown scored by by, by White, by someone named White, uh, really just showing great determination uh, on that drive. With really, who cares
0: about White, though? Oh. Did, did you see that three yard little dump off pass to White? By oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The greatest of all time. Or is Tom, Tom Brady Tom really, really shutting that off? So
1: oh. oh, Tom Oh. Brady. oh. Oh, Tom Brady tastes so good. Uh, oh my mm. god, yeah, it's oh, just. Uh, oh, it tastes like old oh, Bay. Oh. Old bam clowns.
0: Oh, I'm glad they picked the mm. white jerseys for this game because it's oh. really fitting, you know? Oh, uh-huh. oh uh, it tastes Brady. like
1: Dracar Noir.
0: Oh. oh. I bet no one drinks red wine, it's just white wine for the Patriots. Oh. Oh. Tom Brady, oh my god, Tom. I haven't felt this much emotion since ever. Tom
1: Brady. <laughs>
0: Fuck Tom Brady had a shit game for two and a half quarters. I'm draw play Dave Rapuccio, and this is Intentional Sounding.
1: Oh, we got some stuff to talk about today.
0: Yeah, lots of peck first off yeah if you came to this podcast to hear us sing Tom Brady's praises you have come to the wrong podcast
1: oh no oh no I'm so sorry if this is the first episode you're you're listening to uh, uh, we kind of put there was a very very cold open um so now now you're along for the ride with us have fun
0: yes I'm Joe play Dave Pocho intentional sounding I am your host for this week and with me is Sam Grisiss
1: yep. Yep.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam.
1: That's hey. listen, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get him next here. Yeah. We won't, we won't, we won't, we won't.
0: So there's a lot to unpack here. There um, is. And I'm, I, I'm actually it, just kind of, I was going to ask it, we're, you we're where the hell out, do we start? Where the hell, I guess we probably should just start um, the way America deserves. And that's bashing yeah. Tom Brady.
1: Okay. Okay. You said he had a shit game for two and a half quarters. I'm gonna say that he had a shit game the whole game. I I just am, I, I and can't I know. Go listen, that far, listen. But... I know he had 466 yards, and I know I'm I I rooted for the Falcons. So anyone who, you know, you can call you can call foul on this. He can, but the throws he he made and the throws he was making were not good throws. Julian Edelman bailed him Like, the, one of the best catches I've ever seen. Period. It just was. That Julian Edelman however-many-yard catch that he, like, juggled between his legs, and it was... It, it was a catch?
0: We can talk about that one in the future, because I have opinions.
1: Right, but but Tom Brady threw into triple coverage there. Half of the passes he was making late in that game, he threw into coverage, and it was the receiver making a play and and covering for Tom Tom Brady who was shaken all day the falcons defense got to him early Tom without Brady blitzing and he was shaken and in he this game was not until good until
0: the falcons defense was gassed yeah, that's, yeah. That's just basically what it was. Tom Right. Br- th- like, this might be the worst I've seen Tom Brady play in a Super Bowl until the Falcons' defense was gassed.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Tom Brady threw a pick six in the Super Bowl. Not even Eli Manning has
1: nope. done that. Nope, nope, nope. Eli Manning, probably the d- derpiest current quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Not even he did that.
0: I don't even know if Brad Johnson did that. Trent Dilfer didn't do that. Nope, Trent no, didn't. he didn't. didn't throw a pick six in the Super Bowl. Nope. Hashtag Trent Dill for better than Tom Brady.
1: Mm, well God. No. Oh, All that's right. oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, don't. Jeez, I'm having feelings about that sentence, and I I can't. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we have to commit
0: to our Patriots fans trolling here. Yeah, I guess. Let's dial back the trolling just a little bit. Seriously, Tom Brady's getting too much credit for this game.
1: He he really is. He's
0: getting too much credit. He looked terrible for the first half the entire first half i was wondering what the hell was wrong with him because even even though the Patri- the falcons were pressuring him and that's how you kind of rattle him he was still making uncharacteristically bad throws he
1: was he was he he looked he looked shaken he did like he, the whole game he was
0: shook and yep. for everyone's talking about how great the comeback was you're kind of ignoring the context of that comeback Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been in a 25 point hole if he didn't spend the first two and a half quarters sucking ass.
1: Really? Yeah. Yes. But seriously.
0: The Falcons offense only technically scored 21 points.
1: Yep. Yep. The defense scored, scored that seven,
0: but he's getting all the credit because he's Tom Brady quarterbacks always get too much credit and too mm-hmm. much blame, but he's getting all the credit because he was the big storyline going into the game. Yep. Oh, he's got a sticker to Goodell and all that stuff and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like. Tom Brady, I don't think deserves that much credit for like I, I'm gonna give him some credit for the comeback. Yeah, he played about sure. as well as he could in the fourth quarter to bring it back. But again, I think a lot of quarterbacks would have done well against that gassed Falcons defense. Yeah, they were so gassed, and yes. they were in that hole to begin with, par- mostly because
1: he played like shit because of Brady's play. Yeah, that was that wasn't that wasn't. Uh you know the running back core that wasn't uh le garrett blunt and white kind of making bad decisions early in the game and putting it all on tom brady and like the the early deficit can be placed squarely on the shoulders of tom brady and then he cleaned up his own mess kind of
0: He he more or less cleaned up his own mess as the falcons I consider this game to be more of a Falcons choke than a Patriots comeback.
1: Oh, I think it definitely is. I think it definitely is. And people are already talking about Kyle Shanahan's decision-making process and only running the ball four times uh, after, you know, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman had both had pretty good games uh, thus far. You know, when you're sitting on a lead, don't you want to run the ball? Don't you want to run the play clock out? There was some very kind of iffy things happening uh with the Falcons play calling and clock management once we got into the third and fourth quarters but here i mean here's the thing is that when that strip sack happened we all knew how this game was going to go
0: we did um let's let's talk about the falcons uh, choke job a little bit later. I want to stick it on okay. Brady until we've sure. kind of yes. exhausted yes. the Brady subject. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, mostly, what when I think about Tom Brady in this game, the two throws that jump out to me aren't any of the throws he made. They're throws that he missed. And it was mm-hmm. two throws to Julian Edelman, where Julian Edelman is wide open for a first down down the field, and yeah. he overthrew him both times. Horribly overthrew him both times. He's like, one of them remind me of the, the Welker non-catch in Super Bowl 46 against the Giants. Uh-huh. Where he just overthrew Wes Welker and then Wes Welker got all the blame for not catching it.
1: Right, right, because because of course.
0: Edelman was wide open down the sideline. He's going to get at least another 10 yards if he catches that ball and Brady just straight up overthrows him. Brady wasn't under mm-hmm. pressure. It's just terrible throw. Okay? It happens to everyone. Then it happened again in yep. like two quarters later. Edelman's open going field. across the field. And Brady just straight up leads him too far. Like mm-hmm. these are these are throws Tom Brady normally makes.
1: Those are throws that you most know quarterbacks most quarterbacks make, generally,
0: unless you are like Brock Osweiler, or some yeah. bottom rung quarterback.
1: Yeah, and e- and even then, you know, you are on the money most of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. The 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 other thing is is Tom Brady. I said it before, but Tom Brady loved throwing into coverage. This game, there were very very many. Um, close to interceptions Alford uh Alford almost had um a a very key interception uh late in that game um getting his hand up and deflecting a pass I believe to Julian Edelman uh he could he could have like it, it was a play he should have made he should have came down with that interception there, his decision making was not good. Tom Brady's uh, decision making was not good, and that's and that's I think part of why I, I'm like he didn't have a good game in general, because the decision making didn't get better. The Falcons' defense just got worse.
0: They got so worse. By the end of the game, it felt like the Falcons' defense was just too tired to cover the receivers. And I for mean, the, for the, like there the last three drives, the calls. Patriots had it was, it was just like the receivers were always open. Well, right. They were always right. open. They were open. It, Tom Brady wasn't was making any of these penalty. tight contested window throws. He mm-hmm. was throwing it to a guy that was just open because the Falcons just were tired. Yeah. They were gassed. Yeah. They were running out of steam. They they yep. couldn't put any more pressure on him. They were all beat up there. And like the Falcons defense, it, it deserves some credit for being good, but it's, this isn't the 2015 Broncos. No. Or an elite defense. They,
1: no, but they, I, I do listen. I do want to say that they did a, they did a good job. Up, like obviously, like they didn't close it out. Um, but, but they did exactly what you're supposed to do against Tom Brady, which is force, force turnovers and get pressure by only rushing three or four. And they did that they most did. of the game. Mm-hmm.
0: They just, they were just on the field too
1: long. They, they were at the, at the tail end of that, and, and I mean. You can also place the blame for that on on the play-calling style of the Falcons as well. Yeah.
0: And can we also mention that everyone's like, oh, look at Brady's numbers. Can can we remind everyone that this game went into overtime? Yeah. Overtime numbers are always a little inflated. And Brady had one drive, one easy drive against the gas defense that basically padded those stats a Mm -hmm. little bit. Like, he still had a great fourth quarter. Don't get me wrong. But those numbers are just a little bit inflated because overtime games inflate stats.
1: Yep. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, hey, speaking of overtime, um, do I get to rant about this or do we want to save this for later?
0: Because I don't know where you're going, so go for it. Because
1: the NFL overtime rules are fucking garbage. Yeah. I don't know if, like, here's the thing. I, again, I, I was rooting hard for the Falcons. They are my number two team behind the Bears. Um... I don't see how anyone who did not have a specific rooting interest in this game, like even if you were 50-50, I don't care who wins, how can you not feel cheated by by this game? In in terms of we we have a game that will be remembered as one of the all-time great Super Bowls. We, it it just will be. It it was a it was a wonderful game. How how do you go from the period of regulation, those 60 minutes of football that ended in a very exciting and dynamic way, and how do you say, okay, let's just give one team the ball, and if they score a touchdown, that's it?
0: It's it's bullshit. It doesn't... Well, like, but, but like it's, just, it like, also... I don't think either of us has, like, believes that the Falcons would have won. No, no, I think they would have, yeah, but... I, I think the Falcons would have gone, like, four and out on the following drive, but yeah. still... It, it really feels like both teams should get a single possession. Right. And, at and least.
1: Even, even even not... I'm not even talking about for, like, competitiveness right now. I'm talking about entertainment value. It, it just seems... It, it seems anticlimactic. The end yeah. of this game, the end of this game in the entire overtime period, to me, was very, very anticlimactic. Which is... And it's not going to be remembered that way, because no. because in in two weeks, uh, after we're all starved for football, and you know this game has been analyzed to hell and back, will it will change from the game that we all saw, where where uh, a mediocre Tom Brady led led a historic comeback against a tired and mistake prone defense um and and then won it in a flawed overtime period that really really kind of took away from the overall enjoyment of the game it will turn from that into the sisyphean tale of tom brady overcoming the odds and and leading his team leading this young group of men to an, to another super bowl.
0: I mean it already is that.
1: Let's yeah, but real. that's not People, what we, happened. No, there's fake it's... news on ESPN now. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> Just remember so so that's the thing, man. It, that, that's when there's fake news, you got to write down what actually happened. And now since this is this is going to be online, so this can serve as a record of of, you know, Super Bowl 51 the the real story. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No fucking bullshit.
0: No fucking bullshit. So, I want to say this. A lot of people are calling this, uh, I mean, I feel like this is a, just sort of a gut reaction, like, the greatest Super Bowl of all time. <laughs> I and don't want to say
1: no, no to that.
0: No. Uh, I have no problem with it being ranked in a top five.
1: Yeah, it, it is an all-time I think great it's a, Super Bowl. I think
0: it's. I think it's an all-time great Super Bowl. Mm. I don't think it's the all-time great Super Bowl. Simply because, from a competitive standpoint, the game wasn't actually very competitive. Yep. It was basically two blowouts. Yep. Yep. And we watched them back to back. We watched, we watched two back to back (laughs) blowouts. And the only reason it didn't feel that way sort of at the end was because they were close at the end. But Mm -hmm. the first half Patriots were shit. Falcons were all over them. Second half, a switch flipped and it was all Patriots and the Falcons were shit. There was, it never really felt like a clash of Titans trying to work through it and like keep the other one at bay and score and, burst through it was just a blowout and then a switch flipped and the other team did the blowout. well
1: speaking of switches flipping did you see the 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 cause of of the the change in fortune
0: are you gonna say lady gaga
1: no 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 it came after lady gaga you remember because because the the falcons scored uh in the second half before to extend the lead before the patriots did no 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 the thing that the thing that literally switched the game was the airing of a certain ad for a product I am very excited for the Nintendo switch oh, oh. no seriously God, that, was, it, that was that was the time that was the timing I was like stories about this it was like after the switch ad ran uh the ensuing drive was the drive with the strip sack <laughs> so the switch uh. switched the Super Bowl and it's making me very um conflicted about my pre-order, so. <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, I mean, that strip sack was, that was the beginning of the end.
1: Yes, yes, it was. When I saw
0: that strip sack, I immediately went from, oh, the Falcons will probably win to, oh. The
1: Patriots are definitely going
0: to The win. Patriots are going to come back here. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't 100% like the Patriots are going to win because it was still a pretty big hole that they had to climb out of, mm-hmm. but then they scored, like, real fast after that. Yeah. And And from that point on, I was just like, the Patriots are going to win this game unless the Falcons somehow pull off some bullshit. And then the Falcons did pull off some bullshit. That Julio Jones is a God amongst men.
1: Really? I hope that this doesn't get forgotten. Is every, it, is every, everyone's going to be get...
0: pointing to that stupid Edelman catch because Edelman was on the right side of history. But that Julio yeah. Jones catch was the best catch of the game.
1: Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It, it what like a 30 degree angle getting that toe touch getting 3 feet inbounds somehow. That catch
0: was incredible. That's one of the best catches I've seen. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Like d- don't no. No. That was that was incredible. But then they're in field goal range. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is a dipshit.
1: I can't believe. If
0: this, this is this all the Falcons after they scored their um the touchdown to go up 28 points. They they had 28 minutes left in that game to score any points and they would have iced it a single point it, during 28 minutes would have iced that game
1: because, and you can, you can say that, Oh, you know, because it wouldn't have gotten to overtime. No, that's not that score would have meant the Patriots would have had to score one more time. It would, would have, have put them to outside uh, two, two point conversion range, mm-hmm. which th- there wouldn't have been enough time to do that.
0: Not at all. That was, when you go up 25 points in the third quarter, when you're up 19 points at the beginning of the fourth quarter, your enemy is not the opposing team. It's the clock. Your enemy is the
1: clock. You fucking pound the rock, dude. Just <laughs> Kyle
0: Shanahan called five runs during those entire 28 minutes, starting when they were up 25 points. Mm-hmm. Five runs. And I remind you that they had, like, maybe two runs that didn't go for, like, eight yards. Yeah, they were averaging like six point eight seven yards per carry. Yep, it yep, was. They were. They were gashing them through on the ground because the Patriots were committed to stopping the passing attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. Devontae Freeman Shanahan played right into Bill Belichick's hands. He played right into it. Yep, it's the same thing the Bills did against the Giants in Super Bowl whatever with wide right. The Bill Belichick committed to stopping the pass and they let Thurman Thomas run, but the Bills were so committed to throw in the stupid ball that they didn't realize Thurman Thomas could run it at mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. till it was too late. Mm-hmm. The, the Falcon this this is this is on Kyle Shanahan. He wanted to leave his mark on this game and he did but not the but way he it wanted to. It was a to. poop
1: mark instead.
0: It was a poop mark. It was a smear on the wall of a public
1: bathroom. Yeah. Well, now he's uh now he's going to the 49ers and Can you imagine he,
0: having a worse 24 hours? You lose the Super Bowl basically at your fault and then you're Put in charge of the San Francisco 49ers. Like, yeah. that's a rough 24 hours.
1: Yeah. Well, to be fair, he doesn't, ha- he didn't have to take the job, right? He, he could have come back didn't. to the Falcons, but, but at the same time, like, what your choice is either is either hearing from front office staff about how you fucked up for the next forever, which you will anyway, but like, at least, at least if you take a job. You know, literally across the country, you're a bit further away from <laughs> from those drive-time uh, sports talk radio shows where everyone's calling in mad at you. Um, it, it's between that or, you know, being the being the coach of the 49ers. So I guess, yeah, you do you do take that head coaching job, but you don't have to be happy about it. What's really, though, exciting for us Falcons fans uh, is, is news broke today. This is – we record on Tuesday – Um, So news broke Tuesday, literally right before we started recording, that we've got actually a really exciting uh, new and fresh face stepping in at the OC uh, level for uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And it's really exciting. He's a guy who's just really good, uh, definitely has has cut his teeth under some some of the greats. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's it's none of those things. It's I'm sorry. I was reading about another guy, not Steve Sarkeesian, the new offensive coordinator for the Falcons. I'm sorry. I thought that I thought that we would get someone who wasn't uh, uh, the worst guy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Fucking uh, this uh,
0: was the Falcons' chance and they blew it. The,
1: yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know who they were they weren't going to be able to hire up within their organization. They didn't really have anyone um to fill uh, Shanahan's shoes cuz Shanahan's taking a lot of his assistants with him is what I've heard. Mm. So they had to like cast a wider net. But when you're doing that, like I Steve Sarkeesian has never, does not have any NFL experience. He has some head coaching experience in the, in the NCAA, you know, most notably probably at Washington and at USC. He flamed out in spectacular fashion at USC and then got snatched up by fucking, um, uh, by Alabama to fucking suck Nick Saban's dick and parrot everything he was saying during those two weeks before the title game. I I just I'm not I'm not excited about this. He wasn't even the OC- oh, he I'm sorry, he was the OC. Uh he was promoted to to be the offensive coordinator before the title game. He was hired in September as an analyst. So, um uh this guy has one game of experience at the offensive coordinator position, which is enough, I guess.
0: I I, I feel like I'm going to leave that long pause in there. Yeah, you and probably that, that'll should. just be how it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about that, man. Like, I I wish him the best, but for the Falcons so is, faithful. So
0: is this Super Bowl? Let me ask you this, because I we might disagree here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is this the greatest comeback of all time?
1: Uh, well, are you talking Super Bowl comeback? Or are you talking comeback in I, general? Super Bowl
0: comeback. I don't think it's a question.
1: Yeah, I th- I think um, overall, or at least playoffs. No, I like no, and the only the only reason I say that is because we had a, a three and one. And then another three and one.
0: Oh, I'm not talking about other
1: sports. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought I'm okay. Talking about just football. Okay, because I, I was gonna be like, I, I li- listen. I think the argument argument can could be made across sports. I would not agree with it.
0: I I would I would put the uh, Cavs up.
1: There. I would put the Cavs up there. I would put the Cubs up there. But no,
0: I'm just talking football.
1: Uh, okay, just talking football. The greatest comeback in foot in like any postseason or regular season football game no yeah no no, no. I mean the, the 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 stage is is
0: I think that's big. what separates it for me
1: right but like I don't know man a comeback to me is about the numbers and not the stage it's kind of it, they're like two separate things going on I mean that I that's just that's just kind of my my like the way I view it I guess
0: I, I think I think coming back from fourteen like nineteen points in the fourth quarter in the biggest stage of force overtime with two two point conversions just like after the failure. I think this might be if it's not the top then it's top three. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: oh I give you I give you top the three, only one definitely. that I'm
0: constant that I'm but, kind of thinking about against it is the Bills Oilers. I was
1: gonna say that's what I was gonna say is the one that's called the comeback. I, I that mean, that that's... one
0: had more points not in the uh, fourth quarter, but that had more points. But I that, I, I don't know. It's it, This is this weird problem where it, you look at the greatest comebacks of all time and you have to attach the caveat that it's also the greatest chokes of all time. Yeah, they, yep. Because yep, you absolutely. can't have a absolutely. comeback this big without a choke mm-hmm. just as spectacular. Mm-hmm. And that's more or less what this game was. Like almost more so a choke. Well, and
1: that's what the comeback. Oilers game was too. Yeah. Uh, that's it's 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 all it's two sides of the same coin of the same football coin but but i still think i still, think, so, I still uh. think the comeback uh the you know original comeback uh wins out and and by the way uh fucking if if you're if you want to make money off of someone stupid uh bet them that by Th- this game will be remembered as the comeback part two or something like the second come the second coming back <laughs> well, it's something oh, like geez. that it, it, it'll be by 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 next season this game will already have a stupid nickname like that so look forward to I that think
0: it's gonna be called the Brady revenge game
1: uh, oh yeah yeah Brady the Brady revenge game against the Falcons and uh, and against Roger Goodell who. Can we talk about how nothing those handshakes were, and how how much like even afterwards, the all the blogs were like the revenge is complete. Look that, at how that, look at how exactly awkward. Wait, exactly the way they... we talked about it. it, it, it completely, he, exactly. Cudel was
0: professional. He was professional. He he seemed almost genuinely happy to hand the trophy off to Kraft. Like yeah, there was
1: there was nothing awkward about it. Yep, it's oh like it if. Here's here's the if you're looking for silver linings. DeflateGate is over. DeflateGate is now over forever. It is
0: officially over and honestly it if you look at that storyline in a vacuum it probably got the ending it deserved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh uh what? So something that that was slightly under that everyone was really excited for, really excited for and then uh what's another phrase for feeling like the wind is taking taken out of your sails? Something that that's like like excitement is is leaking out of you. What's another word for um, that?
0: Loss of PSI? Uh,
1: maybe I uh mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. disappointment. Uh, How about uh, we just go with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh I-, I do wanna I do wanna talk about something else that was disappointing about this game, and that was the ads.
0: Oh my god, the commercials were garbage. I
1: they were there were a couple good ones, and here here's the thing. You know I like the Nintendo Switch one because the new Legend of Zelda game looks great. But that was just like... It was a commercial showing just off a, cool just shit. It was just an ad. It was just an yeah, ad. Yeah, it, could, it, could, it didn't need to be a Super Bowl I ad. It was cool that it was. the only
0: commercial I laughed at was the one where the Little League player turned into Cam Newton. Oh, yeah,
1: because because children were getting it. hurt. And, then, and, that and that was then hilarious. And then it had
0: the, the supermodel joke at the end that I thought was... It just kind of ruined. Everything. Yeah, it
1: didn't need to be there. It didn't. Need it didn't to be need there. to
0: be there. The commercial was funny enough with just Cam Newton, school, and little kids. The ones that was the only one that got a mild chuckle out of me. I really everything liked. Was, uh...
1: I really liked the one with Kristen Shaw. The was it a Verizon one or T-Mobile? I can't remember. It was a telecom company, and she was like, she was calling in, uh, to talk about like, oh, punish me, raise my rates. I thought that was really funny. Just because Kristen Shaw is great. Um, Kristen
0: Shaw is great.
1: So that one was. I liked that one. I liked Sexy Mr. Clean just because it was what? ridiculous. No, that was the worst commercial. I loved that I one. It was so uncomfortable. I know. That's, so that's weird. That's why I liked it. I feel, they put I that just thing feel up. felt
0: bad for the animators on that commercial. Oh, like, uh,
1: you know, you're it, an animator. It doesn't, Here's
0: your assignment. You have to make Mr. Clean dance.
1: Well, but, 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 but. And they worked up until the face like he had those that rippling like swimmer's back muscles and like the thighs they did a really good job on making a sexy Mr. Clean until they got to the face which was just a little bit too small um, but i liked i liked that ad not not because it was a good ad but literally because it was weird and unsettling and unsettlingly sexy, and they put it on TV in front of millions upon millions of people. Oh, there was another good one. Uh, the Febreze ad about pooping was fun.
0: That was... I, I saw... I think Deadspin pointed this out, but if you're constantly going to the bathroom during a game, you your problem isn't that you're stinky. Your problem is that your diet is garbage. Yeah, that's uh, like, true. The Febreze is not really helping in that that woman. Yeah. Much. Yeah, no. That woman that woman has p- other problems other than she's stinky. That woman has gastrointestinal problems.
1: Oh wait, well wait. Are you talking about I was talking about the the ode to the to the halftime bathroom break. Um that one was maybe. good. It was like the it was it was like this is this is a movement to join the movement. Thank you halftime bathroom break. And then they showed, like, pictures of, like, logs being milled and a prairie dog coming out of the hole. They paid, like, $5 million for a 30-second-long poop joke, extended poop joke.
0: Here's a question, because we're both—I thought—I think I was too young for this, but maybe you know about it. I I simply somehow escaped this from pop culture. Did Mm -hmm. you know who Spuds McKenzie was? Yeah! Yeah! I'd never heard of Spuds
1: McKenzie! Spuds McKenzie is the original party dog.
0: I've never I that was happening and I'm just like, who is Spuds McKenzie? And all all the older people around me were like, What's wrong with you, yeah. you dumb child? Yeah. But I, mean, I didn't know I grew up on the Budweiser Frogs. Like for me Sure, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was the Budweiser Frogs. Yeah. I never knew who Spuds McKenzie was.
1: I, I never like I never saw any ads with spuds mckenzie in it i think like the only reason i knew about spuds mckenzie was because um like one of my cousins growing up had like a budweiser um neon sign you know and just like it had like spuds mckenzie on it so like i think that's the only reason why i'm i'm familiar with it i think they definitely missed the nostalgia boat on that one so that was a good one too, though That was not great. I feel like it was full of, like, okay to good ads and terrible ads. I hated the Terry Bradshaw one. I hated the Justin Bieber one. Uh, like, I
0: thought they, I thought they were mostly either not funny or bad. Yeah,
1: was, like, I didn't like the Skittles I... one. The Skittles one was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Or the fucking throwing skittles through a window. You have Skittles. There were skittles on the back of the couch. If you're so desperate to get a single skittle, the fuck, fuck the five second rule. Just eat them from the back of the couch. Jesus Wash Christ!
0: I just like rinse some water off them? There you yeah, go. Yeah, dude. It's not like the dirt's seeping into the skittles with those rock hard shells. Dude.
1: Yeah, no, no. I, I do, I, I do. Wanna... I had
0: less shame than that in college. <laughs>
1: I do want to say that I appreciated I appreciated the ads that that are now political because because we live at a time where that
0: Budweiser commercial was really good. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and and, and listen, I like there's history here, but like I, you know, I I feel like it's saying a lot for me to be like, hey Bud, hey Budweiser, hey Bud Light, you did good, you, you did, did good, good, Bud, Bud, you
0: did good, Bud. That was way better than their uh, craft brews are for shitheads C- commercial last year.
1: Yeah, well, d- well. So the really funny thing is, if you track their commercials between then and now, you they have been well, they have been leaning now on like you know our 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 beer is crafted with passion and like and y- they realized they did the
0: wrong yeah ad.
1: They, they 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 realized it was like a losing ad to sell their beer on how shitty their beer is go fucking figure
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no people don't want to drink beer when we say that it's a bad beer <laughs>
0: No, all, the, all these people with beards that are crafting their beer with love. No, you want this mass-produced stuff. Here's pictures the, of our production line. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah really. Th- I forget that they did that. I forget that they literally showed that. <laughs> oh, here, here, it was here's like a shot robots. of a hipster, like,
0: like. Swirling in a beer, looking like he gives a shit about the beer. Yeah, maybe a little bit pretentious with his mustache. He's got a mustache. Looks he's like doing he cares. a sniff. Yeah. And then here's a shot of a mass production line of beer. Yeah, that that really makes me want the mass produced beer. Mm-hmm, Come on. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but but Bud has has rained back their incredible mistake from last season, and I think this this commercial was good.
1: Yeah. Did you did you see? Apparently, Cards Against Humanity paid for an ad that I didn't see.
0: I might have missed it. I, I missed honestly it. missed about half the commercials because I was with football fans and we still have, yeah. like, that gut instinct to talk during commercials. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd usually wait till, like, the second or third commercial and I'd be like, oh, shit, that's right, I'm supposed to be paying attention.
1: We There was so much food at, at my Super Bowl party and there were – it was, like, a combination of football fans, people who don't give a shit about football, and – of you people mean the worst who... people? Yeah, true. Uh, and people who came just to like bring food and eat food. So it was a weird mess. Also, I had uh, way too much of an edible gummy um, that is definitely – yeah, and yeah, an edible gummy item that uh, I don't know, man. But the sugar really kind of got to me. <laughs> um, so, so I was uh, in a in a in a kind of weird mind space on on Sunday night. But apparently, Cards Against Humanity ran an ad that was just a potato for 30 seconds that had the word <laughs> commercial on it. <laughs> and then they I must and the, have missed that. That's yeah I was gonna say I, I, I missed it too but I feel like I was at least I hadn't one eye on the TV the whole time so I feel like it might have only run in certain markets or it might not have been aired um at certain places uh, there was it apparently came with an explainer after the fact that was like we we gambled big and lost hard uh, we thought potatoes would be much more uh prominent in this year's super bowl than they ended up being and we were forced to air the ad anyway um it was it was kind of like a takedown of like ad culture
0: uh, just like the memes and everything yeah yeah and the how and how like commercial he... came pretty early i think it was a GoDaddy commercial which is like two birds one stone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just just but the guy he's like walking around and then like the cats are like on the roombas. Yeah, and he gets in the car and he starts singing Rick Astley and I'm like, ah, oh.
1: yeah, yeah, no. Oh. I I want to say I was really disappointed. The one I was the most excited for was the live one, Snickers's live ad. Um,
0: I mean that was actually live.
1: Yeah, it was actually live, and I was I was really. So that's, that was
0: that was pathetically staged,
1: right? And that's the thing. It was it was. I was excited for them to do something cool with the fact that it was live.
0: No, they just they just uh knock had some people fall over. Yeah, and, and they
1: and they they, they, <laughs> they made a commercial that it it didn't matter it, with the content of the commercial. It didn't need to yeah. be live.
0: It was so staged that it it didn't feel live right like, exactly and it didn't feel live it didn't feel like a genuine mess up or anything no can like it was too staged too scripted to be really any sort of value. it
1: was also it also kind of felt like i didn't know what was going on like i didn't know yeah. what was happening really and when the joke whatever joke there was landed
0: it the was joke like
1: like a commercial uh, oh, well uh, yeah uh, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> Troy, I think that commercial was pretty bad. Oh uh, man. Oh, oh man. Tom Brady. <laughs> 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 Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Tom Brady, he looks like the Dallas Cowboys out there. Just just he looks like, he, he looks like the entire
1: the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Uh yeah, so we we decided that that we didn't want to go through and figure out how many times, by the way, this is a little flashback to last week, want to go back through the game film and and keep track of how many times Troy Aikman actually lost his train of thought. I think it was under five. Um, So we just kind of decided that we would both lose the bet and relive that moment of hell that was the final play of of the game uh, as Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Um, on our bet last week. By the way, uh, our bets, uh, we did pretty good, I think, on our bets.
0: Overall, I think so. Yeah, uh,
1: I lost on the um on the over under on Luke Bryan's. Uh, I took the under. I think you did take you did take the under, but I will say that he was pacing. He was pacing to go way over. Like
0: his first three notes, I'm like, "Oh, he's going over." Yeah, I
1: thought I thought and it was easy peasy. What what Ray and I what Ray and I decided is that cuz we were all very quiet for it. like everyone in the room was like, "Will he go over or under?" Even the people who didn't give a shit. It was really fun. Um, we we all decided that someone must have like held up a hand or there must have been a blinking light for like, "Okay, you're at 2 minutes, fucking stop." chill out and and he did so there was that um lady gaga did not play a, the halftime show? i really liked the halftime show i thought it was great I thought it was
0: pretty good i don't like lady gaga okay that's fair i thought she put on a good show mm-hmm. like i when when she got picked i'm like all right i don't like her music very much but that's a good choice mm-hmm. and she basically lived up to the expectations i had i thought it was perfectly a, a good show it was no yeah. prince no, 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 but, it was a good show. No, it but no show wasn't will any be. Black-eyed fucking peas. Yeah,
1: oh god, yeah, it wasn't. Thank God, it wasn't.
0: It was pretty good. I I like the drone thing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah.
1: I I that had no idea cool. what that was.
0: Yeah, I thought they were having like a projection screen or something above. Same, that, but apparently that was drones. Like, and it was pre-recorded cool. I really the or moment something. Where yeah. she just kind of like looks at you and just just jumps. jumps. Off. Like, that was it, dope. Saw, like, have you ever seen a moment? And you just know immediately that that's going to be a gif. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. It's like, going to be. I saw that. I'm like, that's going to be a gif in two seconds, it's, it's, and it's going to be all over the internet. That's the
1: new "I'm out." Yeah. Like, if 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 someone is chatting at you and and is is like, "Listen, I'm not racist," but that's when you that's when you send that gif.
0: And honestly, in if you're a performer doing this kind of thing, that's exactly the kind of moment you want in this day. Yes. If you want the gif moment. Yeah, it'll go around the internet. Like yep. that's that's we aim for, and she she nailed that perfectly. Yep. She had a couple moments like that during that entire uh, performance, mm-hmm. namely the, the her little jump off at the end, and then at the one at the uh, very end where she dropped the mic and then caught the ball and fell off.
1: Yeah, yeah, ah, oh, was so cool. That was, a, that was a good ending. It was so cool. I I liked it. I liked I liked it a lot. I I was sad that she started off by teasing edge she of was glory uh,
0: yeah. she's like
1: i'm on the edge and then she never sang the song nope. which i was like ah i guess ah, you're step killing back from the
0: edge okay i, I, I guess you got to step back from the edge and be safe then okay
1: sure um i i definitely appreciated her singing uh you know america the beautiful i i appreciated uh this did anyone is... have america
0: the beautiful as their prop i had think?
1: the field I had the field, remember, because I, I thought she that was, was going to play Joanne. That's true. Uh, so I took the field. So I, I, I think I, I win that bet on a very rare technicality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I took the field as well or if I picked, like, Born This Way. I think I, think I, I took the field I, too.
1: You might have. You might have. I know Ray, Ray picked the song that she sang next. And was kind Bunker of livid about it. He was like, "No, America the Beautiful doesn't count." And I was like, "But it does. I think it counts but it, as but as it as definitely does." It was, it was the first song she sang. It's the first song she sang. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I liked I liked the halftime show a lot, and I I also found it refreshing that sh- it was just her. I yeah, I really I did any like that. Special
0: guest stars like here's Lady Gaga. Oh no, here's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah,
1: yeah. What? It here's was
0: Coldplay.
1: Uh, well, so uh, here's the thing. Uh, the, my, my favorite thing about that Super Bowl is people forget that Coldplay was the headliner. Yeah. Because Beyonce was the headliner. <laughs> like, they were they were the most disposable part of that halftime show. And, uh, it, like, it was a good halftime show. But Coldplay had nothing to do with the fact that it was a good halftime show.
0: Who, who's an ideal halftime show for you that... This it, you'd want to see like
1: like right. Oh, oh, man. I'm going to get some hate for this. Uh But but can you imagine DJ Khaled doing a halftime show?
0: No, that's that's too much physical activity.
1: OK, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. I don't want to I don't want to trigger you or anything. But but I like if I'm being honest, my ideal halftime show is outcast. That would probably be a good show. is outcast because then then they get the goodie mob, which means CeeLo Green is there which means he can do he can do some shit you know you you also get Killer Mike you get like everyone they've ever done a feature with which is everyone I think that's a I think that's that would be a very 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 good uh Super Bowl halftime show I would be interested to to also see like if Daft Punk or like Skrillex or like any kind of uh
0: a Daft Punk show would be unique. A Daft
1: Punk show would be great. I would obviously prefer that to, to a Skrillex one. But, like, doing one that really leans in on Electronica, I think, would be very interesting. Just because it's something they haven't done ever, really. Um, but, I, I, so I think I think those are my big two. Is, like, Outkast or Daft Punk, in terms of, like, the realm of possibility. I think those are my, are my top too but I'm interested to hear what yours are because I think we have very different taste in music.
0: Honestly, before this, even though I don't like her, mm-hmm. my main thought was Lady Gaga would put on a good show. Yeah. And she did. And and she did. I now I don't really listen to enough like popular music to mm-hmm. know who puts on like the best visual show. Because mm-hmm. honestly I think if you're gonna do a halftime show that's that's who you. It's got to be visually. You, you you want the visual. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. really give a shit if they're lip singing or not. It's got to be visual spectacle. Yes. I've, yeah. I've heard good things
1: about Muse. Oh, Muse would be great. I think Muse would be a good show. Muse would be everything. Like Muse would be. Muse is who they should have done instead of Coldplay if they wanted to go. Yeah, that that's route. a
0: good. That's that. That's because entirely M- correct.
1: Muse. Muse can can be like pump up get your ass out your seat like epic that kind of way and i you know there, there'd probably be like amazing projections weird ass shit and yeah no muse would be a good halftime show muse would be a really good halftime show and it'd be a unique one too i don't like it i don't know if uh i don't know if that would be the kind of thing we we'd, we'd seen before because cold play like if it were just cold play like that would be boring right and the way they saved that was by having a billion other artists i don't think muse would have a billion other guest artists i think they would just do like knights of sidonia and have a guy dressed up in a wild west outfit do a full uh, stage combat battle against a robot while they're playing that song because that's the fucking shit that muse does What if they got Radiohead?
0: That, oh my god. Everyone Uh, would hate
1: it. Everyone would hate it. Everyone would hate it. That would be the worst halftime show. And I think Radiohead would go
0: into it knowing that everyone would hate it. And they would purposely construct a show to piss people off. That's why
1: I really want to see this happen (laughs) now. Radiohead trolls the Super Bowl. The Super Troll.
0: That might be the most beautiful thing that would ever happen. Mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Can
0: you can tell how much we didn't like this game by how much we're not talking about it? Yeah, really.
1: It it made me sad. Um,
0: it, I I can't. I have a friend that shows up at the football games a lot, and he he's a Falcons fan. He's a diehard's Falcons fan. He immediately bought tickets with his dad the instant they made the Super Bowl. And he was, like, 20 yards from the Falcons' end zone. Oh, my God. I guy. I can't imagine. I, I felt. I don't know if I've ever felt as bad for a fan base after a championship loss as I felt for the Falcons. I just felt so felt so bad for him. Yeah. Like, the come down, the gut punch that that was.
1: You got to know, though, that, that Atlanta fans and, like, if, if the Falcons are your number one team, you knew this was going to happen even before the strip sack. Yeah. The Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, we and we've talked about this before. They are a low-key long-suffering franchise and they are a long-suffering sports town that is used to and expects failure. In the same way that Cleveland does. In the same, and honestly, you know,
0: honestly a lot of their games this year kind of went this way just yep. without the completed comeback, but right. they would right. they would get out to a major amount of points but they'd let teams stick around. That's
1: how the Packers game went.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how the Packers game out. The Packers never really went away.
1: Yeah. Well, they went away, like, a little bit, and then they kind of came back, and it was too little too late because, of course, it was. But
0: The only time I-, I think, like, they played a complete game was against Seattle. Yeah. Like, I felt the defense played a complete game against Seattle.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So, so I mean, if I, I guess that's just, like, kind of – it takes a bit of the edge off that, like, no Falcons fans expected – to win this game. You know, no Falcons when fans when they're your number one team.
0: It's just it still hurts. True.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's that's that's very true. Oh, I'm just I, you know, I'm just saying that this is going to be another page in in a 2016-2017 sports season that has been very hard on Atlanta. I mean, from from the the Braves Moving out in of quotes. Turner, yeah, the the <laughs> the the Cobb County Braves th- because they're moving. Um, I I think it's literally like a thir- like a thirty to forty minute drive outside the city. Now, um, there there are no sports championships in Atlanta now, none, none, and they don't. And here's the thing: as is, is much as it pains me to say it, because I you know I really like. I, I The Falcons are my number two football team. I really like the Atlanta Hawks. I'm like the only one, I think, who thinks they are very fun to watch play. Uh, they are not likely to win any kind of championship anytime soon. Unless, you know, Steve Sarkeesian really kind of just kills it. Oh, oh, by the way, fuck, fuck you, Tom Brady. I'm glad your fucking jersey got stolen. I hope that someone set fucking fire to it. No, I no, hope no. I hope that it didn't make it to eBay. <laughs> and if it did, I hope it was a Falcons fan that made thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars from a stupid fucking Patriots fan. Oh, by the way, here we go. Here we go. No, I'm going all in right now. I'm I'm all I'm all head up. All right. All right. Name the two most prominent Patriots fans you can think of. Just kidding. It's Mark Wahlberg and Donald Trump. Guess when they left their games. Half time. Half time. The Patriots. Real fans. Real fans. Real Real fucking fans. Ah, Boston. I made a movie about the Boston bombing. I would have stopped 9-11. Fuck you, Marky Mark. You don't ever. You don't. mm, That's the Super Bowl. It's the final game of the
0: season. You stick to the end. You, you watch your team to you the end. You watch. lose your team.
1: You cheer them on. I, mm, mm, I, I hope he he. Every time, maybe, maybe every time it Mark. All,
0: it was a role play. He was he was studying for a role in a future movie where he plays a fan who leaves too early and it's a tragedy. A Boston. Oh tragedy. God! Yeah, yeah. So he, he's he going leaves, to play himself. There's it's a, a movie that he wrote. He
1: invents a terrorist attack at a Boston area sports bar. You know, during the Super Bowl, only he left at halftime because he thought the game was over, and he has no, to wrestle they, with he, the he fact he had
0: to go stop the Bowling Green massacre. Oh,
1: oh yeah, I forgot about that. That Bowling real, Mark that Mark real, mo- based Bowling on Green massacre. based on true alternative facts, the Bowling Bowling Green massacre, starring Mark Mark Wahlberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I hope that every single time they get. Mark Wahlberg on ESPN now because you know he he does show up occasionally there. They ask him about leaving the Super Bowl early and missing the comeback because he was probably in the car listening to it on the radio or not even listening to it. Fuck mm-hmm. you, fuck you, you you deserve to not ever see that happen.
0: That's just a me. I mean, we needed. I guess from a game standpoint, this was a pretty good game to end on, but this feels like the ending the 2016 season deserved. Yeah,
1: a really good game that nobody could enjoy.
0: Yeah. It, it was a really good game that just ended the way no one really wanted if it.
1: Here's, here's the thing if it were any other team, or at least for me, if it were any other team other than the Falcons, if it were the Packers. I would have been totally okay with it but that's I mean well that that that's an easy that's an easy one. If it happened to the Cowboys it, I would have been it, Well no, happy. no 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 I I'm I'm saying like if or, if it were any other team like e- even if it were a team I kind of liked if it were like I don't know like the Seahawks any other of the NFC uh, playoff level teams if they had made it instead of the Falcons this wouldn't have been as crushing but there's like there's some hard symbolism here that like is all bullshit right and and any attempt to like uh, 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 prescribe politics to this game is is a, an exercise in futility and it, it's 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 a it's a stretch but there is a validity to representation into to what things look like and um
0: like I, I don't know about you, but I just sleep a little bit easier knowing neo Nazis aren't happy.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. That that's the thing is is neo Nazis were rooting for for the Patriots to win the the this white receiving core, and it's listen, it's through no fault of the Patriots, it's through no fault no. of the white receiving core, except for the fact that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are apparently buddy buddy with with Trump. Like, it's no fault of 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 the team except for that but when they beat the atlanta falcons who have like my brother said two weeks ago uh you know muhammad julio on their team right a a team from an incredibly diverse thriving city that i think is a should be should be a city that people look to as like is really kind of a special American city that that burned down. They rebuilt it, much like Chicago, except it's 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 incredibly diverse and thriving and wonderful. And mm-hmm. and and
0: unlike Chicago, it burned down on purpose. Right.
1: That's right. Exactly. It's tough to not. It's I don't know. It's it's tough. It's just tough. Let's let's end it there. Let's no. I'm gonna not one thing end it before there, this. But
0: we're gonna, we're gonna end this the way that this entire season has built up to it. Mm-hmm. We can look at this. We can look at Brady's coming back. We can look at the Falcons' defense falling off. We can look at all the all these things, all these factors that contributed to the result that we got. Mm-hmm. The one result, the one factor that nobody's talking about, that we have championed this entire season.
1: Yep. And you're absolutely right. Mohamed Sanu did not anew. get involved. Nope. He had, he had I think he had catch. one catch. Yep. And he had we had one
0: catch, a fairly inconsequential catch.
1: I remember that, that I remember that catch because Ray and I were gonna paddle the Sanu Canoe every time he got a reception. Mm-hmm. And we only got to paddle the Sanu Canoe once. Which which was a shame. And that
0: the Falcons lost because they did not get Sanu involved. The Sanu Canoe did not row. Yeah, well Sanu Canoe. Yeah, barely made it into the water. It's
1: just so it's weird though. It's weird though because in there was a Sanu canoe out there. It just wasn't Muhammad Sanu. It was Taylor Gabriel. Yeah. like Taylor Gabriel was Muhammad Sanu that game, which is weird. And and yes, well, probably he's been why. that
0: for like the second half of the season. That's obviously. that's true. But, but he they, was he was. But they were still getting Sanu involved, but they didn't.
1: Right, right, exactly. Taylor Gabriel was was the unquestioned number two, and Muhammad Sanu was nowhere to be found, really. So yeah, no, you you're right, you are right. Sanu Kanu, Sanu Kanu needs to needed to have been more involved, and and you know maybe the Falcons would have won. Muhammad Sanu needed to be in on uh on defense on part of uh part of the hands team. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alongside Julio. So, so that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna comfort myself with the fact that they found a drone at Falcon's practice and uh and I'm gonna assume that Bill Belichick cheated. <laughs> I'm just gonna assume, even though I know it's not true. Um and hey, at least, you know, the bandwagon is not as crazy now i guess i guess oh oh well here's the here's the real thing here's the real silver lining falcons don't have to go to the white house <laughs> so you know that's let's 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 end on a on a on a on a happy note you know the world the world may be burning around us and the patriots may have won the super bowl and they may have stolen stolen from us one of the greatest the ability to enjoy one of the greatest Super Bowls in in recent history if not history period uh but at least at least they're the ones that have to visit the white house sam yeah you. you can follow me on twitter at sam grazes s-a-m-g-r-e-s-z-e-s-e-s-e-s on twitch at robots fighting dinosaurs and on yardbarker.com, I've got some weekly posts uh, that that happen there. Uh, and it was really cool this week because I had to recap the uh, game on Monday morning. It was uh, I had to like eulogize my own team, and I didn't like it. How about you, I'm Dave? So
0: I'm Draw Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave. On Facebook at the Draw Play Comic. On Patreon. And of course, uh, play.com And when I'm Joe Buck, you could find me in Tom Brady's Jockstrap snippet
1: oh yeah. Oh, we should, we should give a little teaser for next week because we're doing something special.
0: Next week, we are going to be giving out our awards. It's an awards ceremony, for, homies. Like, and they're going to be dumb awards. And we'll also talk about the actual awards that we're giving out because I want to go on a 20-minute rant. About how Jason Garrett getting coach of the year is a fucking joke. That is a
1: joke. That is a joke. Anyway,
0: both that, all that, and more next week on Intentional Sounding. We'll see you then.